babies. It was, was just ready. everything. That was just stress. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever. You can't uh, quit all your vices at the same time. You uh, didn't quit being an asshole, so. I'll never quit being an asshole. <laughs> Good. Me either. Uh, all right, boys. What do you say we start the show, the Civil Line Sports Show, New England Sports at its finest? We'll do some opening takes. Uh, they're all a surprise right now. We've not discussed any of these unless we all decide to go with the same one we were talking about on Sunday. Oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> we'll f- we're about to find out. Uh, Bill, seeing as you've been gone for close to a month, why don't you uh, kick it off? So we got Miami coming up. I mean, is this a trap? <laughs> is this a trap game going into the playoffs? I mean, you know, one of I our- listened back to our shows a couple of times here, and I, I think we do a lot of inside jokes. So let me explain that one. Right before the Jags game, Ray texted us, this feels like a trap game. And Bill, both Bill and I fell on the floor, either laughing nope. or shitting nope. our pants out of nope. disbelief. The, for the you fucking, did. Every, every piece of new, new stupidity that comes out of your mouth, obvious one, I am baffled by. The Jags are a trap game after the Patriots lost. Get their asses Two kicked. Two, Two in weeks a row. in a row. <laughs> the worst game team in the league is a trap game. Ah, fuck. That you just put 50 up on. I said so, before the game. So then, from for the listeners, and I'll let you go, Bill, just to uh, to to finish this up with every touchdown, all of them they scored. Bill and I texted, "Wow, nice play, trap game." <laughs> for four hours until fifty points. No, really though, like it's good to see Patriots kind of come out and not not run their traditional offense. Not a lot of two tight end sets. Looked like they were running a lot of three wide receivers, single back in the backfield, whether it's Stevenson or Harrison. It just seems like it's a different look, and they kind of let Mac throw. I think it seems like they made a point. You kind of think about when they put up fit, what fifty four against the Jets. You know they were they had the foot on the gas pretty much all all game, and then you kind of saw it this way. You needed that. Mac hasn't looked good in in multiple weeks, so it's kind of good bounce back game and sets them up for this big trap game. Now we got Miami before um, we enter into the playoffs. Miami. Ray, I'll kick it over to you. Uh, care to respond to Miami trap game? Is this your opening take? I know. My opening take is this. Uh, since 2017, there's been a lot of slander, a lot of talk, uh, just people ridiculing this one organization, and it's, you know, been hard on that organization. And now in 2021, the dark side of the FUPA is one game away from being the Renee. Fan- I had the mute ready. I knew, I knew what was coming in. No, we don't let Bill talk about it. Fantasy. We're not going to let you talk about fantasy. One game away, baby. You were such a fucking prick on Sunday, and not that anybody cares, but I was also in the semifinals and got my doors blown off in the because you mortgaged your whole life. And I just uh, could not. Ray was the worst human being on the planet. That and I will be for another year. Bill and I had a little bit of a side check going on. Just let you know, Raymond. Oh, baby, let's go. We were hoping for unspeakable things to happen to you. I hope so. What's that uh, COVID thing, myocarditis? Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, we found what? out that you got the vid. We were hoping that uh, it fucked up your heart. <laughs> and gave you, you diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we went full E-Rod on you with, the, wow. with how fucking shitty you were on Sunday. My God. Uh, I'll give you an opening take to get this thing going. I'll give you two just to let you know uh, how the show's going. Number one, Jalen Brown, 50 burger. You can't trade this fucking guy. Get it off your lips. It's not happening. We'll touch on that a little bit. Uh, and number three, the Bruins finally switched up their lines, Bill, after uh, being maybe it took a month of COVID relief for them to finally get their head on straight, switch up the lines. They've scored the most five on five goals, I think, in like the past fucking year over the last two games. So, <laughs> so got eight uh, in the last two, eight in the last two. That's correct. 
Uh, and of that. course, uh, yeah, good to see the Patriots come out there, learn nothing from the Patriots in that Jaguars game. But um, there's certainly some things we could take away from it in a big day in the NFL. We'll be touching on all of that uh, on this Fat Tuesday show. So welcome to the Simple Mind Sports Show, Fat Tuesday, January 4th in the year of our Lord, 2020, year of being Bill's Lord, 2022. Welcome to the show. There's no, what, reason, there's no what? reason why these jokes are funny at all. <laughs> are you serious? I mean, there's not like anything set in like stone why they are. I just think they're funny. Yeah, it's stupidity. That's, well, the, only, that's the only real reason. Um, well, uh, speaking of stupid, uh, like always, we're sponsored by White Birch Brewing. Uh, if you'll be stupid if you don't go to White Birch. That's how I connected that one. Uh, get on down to the Good best craft brewing in New Hampshire. Nashville, New Hampshire, Ray Dress, please. 460 Amherst Street. Good side of Amherst Street. Get it down there. Get yourself a flight, a pint, uh, all the good stuff. They got uh, uh, IPAs, the stouts, the sours, anything you're looking for. Uh, spread the wealth. If you can't get down to the brewery, then check it out your local beer stores, wherever you get it. Tell them the Simple Minds boys sent you. Yeah, we're going to start Patriots, of course. Pats, Jags, 55-0 to 10 over the Jaguars. Still had Brian Hoyer slinging the ball around late in the fourth quarter. Uh, you can touch on that if you want. Like I said, I, I racked my brain with what we wanted to touch on this Jags game, and there's not a whole lot to to really pull out of it. So we'll talk a little bit more about, you know, Patriots moving forward. But I'll just give you my main takeaways, and uh, I'll let you uh, kind of play off that. Uh, first one, uh, Patriots are back in the playoffs. Raymond, congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. My like team is along. back. It was a one-year hiatus after Judas left us, and uh, and now they are back. I think, you know, I, I don't – let's kick off this way is it a successful season already i think so i think so last year having cam newton and having that seven to nine season uh now going back having your quarterback of the future that maybe not be he might be ranked 15th in the league right now but at least he is providing wins for this organization right now and the outlook is very very good unlike when you had cam newton which we thought was going to be a miserable couple years in this league Bill, you consider it a success getting to the playoffs with the rookie quarterback and everything that we've uh, transpired. And it, it is important to remember they did start this season with Cam Newton as their starting quarterback, mm-hmm. technically. Uh, it's not a success until you make the AFC Championship game. You went out and spent $250 million in the offseason. You, you need to have success just making the playoffs. Let's be real. You were the first, you were the number one seed in the AFC two weeks ago. Right, you just fell to the fifth because you had two back-to-back clunkers against Indy and Buffalo, and then you gave away the AFC East. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're a wild card team, cool, but no, win a game in the playoffs, and then I'm gonna then for me, you're it's a successful season with a rookie quarterback. I'm gonna split the fence. I don't think I don't think it's a success right now um, because I think a lot can happen in the next two weeks. If you go out and blow it again, look like shit against Miami, and then you get stomped by the Bills then, you know, that's going to be a disappointment if, you know, can we take a step back after that and still call it a success? I think it's closer to what Ray said than what you said, Bill. Like you're coming off a seven and nine season with Cam Newton. You get a rookie quarterback. You spend that money. You flip your roster in a year. It's not that common in the NFL. And yeah, they were in first place in the AFC and they're a block punt and an intercept dropped interception away from still being there. So 
you know, I don't know. We can talk about that, whether it's success a little bit more if you want. Uh, my other key point here is the Jaguars are so fucking bad. They're that was so atrocious. And they bad. got hammered with COVID, too. It was it was stupid. Like, it, I would hate to pay money to go sit in those stands. Like, yeah, cool. The team puts up 50 points, but it's not fun to watch. Like, no. come on. Midway through the third quarter, I'm like, okay, what can I do? I found myself watching more red zone than anything because the game was just so out of hand. There was a yeah, lot I flipped on the Chiefs game. I, I, yeah, that I, game was so much better than the fucking Jags. Yeah, Patriots. I didn't see a lot of the fourth quarter, even the third quarter. It was it was bad. But yeah, they're they're atrocious. You got to feel for Trevor Lawrence. Like that kid just mm-hmm. doesn't nope. stand a chance. Nope, I don't feel bad for him at all. Sunshine, fuck him and Clemson and that fight. No, I can't stand Trevor Lawrence. I'm glad this is falling on him and he has to stay in that loser organization for the next four years with that rookie deal. Fuck him. Let me guess why you don't like Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Jealousy. A four? Because he looks like a woman? Everything you just said. Oh. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> well, what do you what, what do you have about against Trevor Lawrence? This is a classic Ray. Just like he, he looks at a guy and he fucking hates him. He went to the game last week. Miles Whatever. Bryant blew a couple coverages, and now Miles Bryant is fucking dead to him. This is yeah. this is how this is how Ray's uh, bottom of the totem pole of dumb's brain works. Yeah, I don't, I don't like fucking care about Trevor Lawrence. I just feel bad for him. He's in one of the worst organizations in sports in sports history. It's never going to look it's at him and get better either. Compare them two together: Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence. Who's the better quarterback out of the two? Skill wise, it's Trevor Lawrence, but. Right now, it's Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. if the Patriots had Trevor Lawrence, they'd be first in the AFC. Oh, I disagree. They'd win. They'd win more. They'd. I actually. That's the ball more. I Trevor think Lawrence so is only because he has a better arm. Like he, I like Trevor Lawrence's arm a lot better than I like Mac Jones, and it, and it's making a difference. Especially like if you have to travel. Look at Buffalo. Just played Atlanta this week in a fucking snowstorm. Mac Jones threw three fucking passes in Buffalo in, in severe weather. If that's a, the case, and you're traveling to Buffalo like that. Lack of arm strength is really going to hurt you in the cold weather. It's going to knock the ball down. Trevor Lawrence has a fucking cannon and a rifle for an arm. I mean, yeah, really showed on first. Sunday. Mac really. he makes a couple. <laughs> he had a couple good passes that were dropped. That interception was dropped. Uh, he had a bomb. He had a bomb in the first half. In the first quarter, um, it was a hell of a throw. Dropped in the bucket in double coverage. I mean, look, he's been the most touted quarterback in football since Luck. Peyton Manning, since Andrew Luck, for f- going on five years. You know, and his college career and Mac Jones' college career is not terribly different. They went to stacked SEC teams that you couldn't really tell how a lot good they were. Though, honestly, Rich, he only started one year, Mac Jones. Yeah, I mean, you know, who knows? You know, it's hard to say you go into a Patriot system and who's going to succeed. Sometimes you might just need that dumbfounded look, like schoolboy look like Mac Jones has, where he's all about football. Maybe Trevor Lawrence isn't that guy, but skill-wise, yeah, I you know, Trevor Lawrence is the guy. I feel bad for him. He's in a shitty fucking situation. Um. The only thing I get anything positive out of this, I had, you know, maybe it's a confidence boost after getting your doors rung uh, two weeks in a row and blowing those games. You know, maybe you come out of the offense. You know, we saw it against the Jets game. They put up 54 and they went on a seven game winning streak and they look pretty confident for most of that. And the defense maybe gets their swagger back a little bit. You know, football is an attitude game. Um, does nothing for me on the play sheet, but maybe they, they get a little bit of an attitude boost. Um, good coaching. The Jaguar, they, the Jags have two wins this season, and they haven't been blown out every single week. So I think when you put up 50 points against a bad team in uh, in the NFL, it just means that you're not playing down to your competition, and it's good coaching. You go out there and execute your shit, and you should prove how much better you are. And that doesn't happen every week. Look at the fucking Packers. 
Look at the Packers the, who play down to the competition every once in a while. Look at the Bills who've Buffalo lost. Buffalo just lost to the Jags. Terrible games. They almost oh, blew it against Oh, thank you. I was wondering who the Jags win, win, win for against. Nine to six or some Remember that Buffalo score. bitches. Yeah, they won nine to six. And they who else did they beat? And then they Jets? Beat Maybe it's the Jets. <laughs> and then our last point, main point here, I have uh, from a Patriots standpoint, Nikhil Harry is dead, finally, I think. And Wilkerson, Christian Wilkerson, um, will will be can't catch either. But you know, he did have two touchdowns. She should have been three. Should have been three. <laughs> three. Oh At a drop. I'll tell you what. I'll take Wilkerson over Nikhil Harry any day of the week. Guy can get open. I'll he take can... a salad over Nikhil Harry any day of the week. Ooh, I mean, that's that's. You want to talk about a you know mm-hmm. a dropped interception or a block punt? I mean, Nikhil Harry back to back plays drops a first down and then does nothing on an interception where he could have put his hand up and knocked the ball down. Against Buffalo, I mean, I'm glad they finally just cut the cord and said, all right, you're done. He'll probably never see the field again as a Patriots. Bye-bye. On, um, on Wilkerson, what's his ceiling? So just to get a little background on him, uh, he had a really good preseason. Um, looked like him and Mac Jones when they were both on the second string um, had a connection. Seemed like he was going to him a lot. Uh, and then, per reports, got a case of the drops. Couldn't catch a fucking Badly. cold. And uh, got dropped down to practice squad. We haven't seen him since because they've been shoehorning Nikhil Harry into this offense to justify their first round pick, in my opinion. And um, I don't know, maybe last week was the the end of it uh, with that atrocious play against Buffalo, and they decided to give the kid a shot against the worst team in the league, uh, boost his confidence. What do you What do you think? Well, first of all, do you agree that he can pr- provide and produce more than Nikhil Harry? Low bar. And what's his ceiling, if you can? Go ahead, Raymond. Anyone can produce more than Nikhil Harry, so that's that's an obvious one. Uh, wide receiver four, maybe one of the guys coming to give a spell to your like Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne. That's about it. I don't think he's going to be a starter or anything like that, but just a spell guy. One of the guys can fill in for like a Nelson Aguilar who was hurt this week with another concussion uh, with the concussion still. So something like that. I'll give you yeah, a question. I think once Aguilar comes back, you're not going to see much of Will. No. Well, I, this is my question. Can they? <clears throat> and I'd be interested to see if they do. Can they run more three wide receiver sets with four competent wide receivers as opposed to just three? So you have, you know, Aguilar's been hurt well, be with four wide receiver sets, Richard, not three. Well, you have you have to spell the guys, right? <laughs> I, I can count. Trust me, I can count. Thank God, I was confused on that too. I was like, I'm not gonna say anything. I'll get ridiculed. Look, if you run a three wide receiver set and you only have three guys all game that can run routes and nobody can sub out, then that's not going to go very far, is it? I I honestly think that that's been a case of why they've run so many two tight end uh, and bunch formations. You know, obviously they want to run the ball and they have uh, about $400 million invested in their tight ends. But, um, you know, I just think when you, if you have more guys that can actually catch a ball, it gives you more options to have a passing offense as opposed to just a uh, fucking Navy option offense that they've been running for feels like two years. Well, I feel like there's also a problem with the tight ends that can't catch a football either. So that's there correct. you go. So I don't think that four wide receiver set will actually do anything. Yeah. They got to get them tight ends going. I mean, Hunter Henry leads the league in touchdown receptions for a tight end. Well, he's got nine this year and he hasn't, he can't do shit between the twenties outside of the 20. It's really, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, you spend, 60 70 million dollars on these two guys and and you came out and made it a point this week josh McDaniel to say we need to get uh john smith going if i remember correctly i remember one end around and one screen that he got about 25 and that's it 
And I, I believe he had a bad holding penalty that negated another uh, a long screen to Brandon Bolden. So, I mean. One of those Ramadama Ding Dong Stevenson's runs was because of John Smith, though. He had a nice uh, crack block that uh, Nikhil Harry usually set up. So that was like one of the sh- shining plays of the game as well. Awesome. Give John Smith Nikhil Harry's job to go out there and block as a pass catcher and then let Wilkerson play that fourth wide receiver and spell Jacoby Myers once in a while. I just think you need guys that can catch the ball. And uh, out of John Smith, Nikhil Harry, and Hunter Henry, they haven't really produced shit this year outside of Henry in the red zone. So let give them a shot. It's amazing that it took to week 17 to give another guy a shot in that wide receiving core. It's kind of stupid, actually. Uh, let's get to a couple of things that we like. I liked, you know, um, not that this game can tell us a lot, but when the when that running game is complete, when they have a full complement of their running backs, I think that it's a it's a difference maker when it comes to the Patriots run game. Stevenson, um, uh, Damian Harris, and even Brandon Bolden, but specifically Damian Harris and Stevenson, when they can tag team the run game, they're pretty fucking good, man. They're pretty goddamn good. And obviously Harris got taken out of he's you know, he's still nursing that hamstring. He got, you know, he clipped in his two touchdowns, 40 yards or whatever he had. And they said, no, nah, right, second we'll, in the league in touchdowns. Damian we'll Harris throw it to the rookie who cleared hundred yards and two touchdowns himself. Um, but I think we saw, right. I think we saw in the Buffalo game that if it's just Stevenson or if it's just Damian Harris, they get done. Those running backs aren't built like that anymore. They're not built like the, Bo Jackson's all the way. Yeah, no, used to be, right? It's it's always been a, it's been a system for a long time. So when they get a full complement, that's and they want to run the ball. I think that you know it's a real difference maker for this offense. Well, you got a one-two punch in Harrison Stevens uh, Stevenson. Sorry, I mean you see the difference in the running styles. You know Harris is going to try to run by you. You know and Stevens is going to bowl you over. It's definitely a change of pace. And then you got to remember too is like Stevenson, he's pretty good catching you know the ball out of the backfield, and they're pretty good you know splitting uh, reps basically by the series really kind of with the Patriots in, in their running back game. And I just think the way Bolden is kind of taken over for James White. I mean, that's the, you know, that's the production that you've seen James White over, you know, throughout last year, but the last couple of years with Tom Brady and now it's, I mean, it really solidified that. And that's a big option when, when check down Mac Jones, you know, I mean, you've seen a lot on third down. I mean, it, that's the number one option is a lot of times is Brandon Bolden. You see him kind of come out of the backfield, sneak out of the backfield after chipping a guy. So, I mean, yeah, you got one of the best running backs running running games in the league right now, especially the way your offensive line's playing, and you're going to need to to do it to get in the playoffs. You're going to need to grind these games out. So, I mean, yeah, you're you're scary when you can run the ball like that. And I know it's against the Jaguars, but still, it's you have both your top backs going over 100 yards and four combined touchdowns or five. I, I don't remember the exact number, but I mean that's you know that's production that it's kind of unheard of. Do you remember yeah, the Titans? What they had? Oh, hold on, the t- Bill, turn your volume up just a touch. Um, go ahead, Ray. You remember when the Titans had was it Chris Johnson and Londell White when it was like what do they call it Thunder and Lightning? Yeah, uh, Lundell wasn't it? Lundell, Lundell, Lundell White. Yeah, yeah. that's that what USC? just what reminds me of. I'm not saying Chris, uh, Damian Harris is Chris Johnson or anything like that, but it's one of those. Uh, you know, Chris Johnson was the flashy. You could get between the uh, tackles, kind of running back, and you know, uh, Lundell White was a big fucking force at the goal line. That's what this kind of running back combo reminds me of. Just that you could spell these guys like Bill was saying. They're two different styles of running, so you can't get used to one style at all. You know, you have to be ready for the you know finesse kind of runner like Damian Harris has been, and then the power running back like Ramadama Ding Dong Stevenson. Is. Demarco Murray and Travis uh, Henry. Derrick Henry. I mean, when when Henry was drafted second yeah. round yeah. in Tennessee, they had um, Demarco Murray there. You know, and speaking of guys that's getting healthy for the playoffs, uh-oh. oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. 
Um, Will's been sucking. I don't want to stop in your. I don't want to stop in that because I think your your opinion is right, and this would just be nitpicking a little bit. But I don't want to sell Damian Harris short. That guy doesn't go down. Mm-mm. He's not just a tiptoeing around guy. He's like no, no, no. He's more of the he's finesse. Your, that's why he's your goal line back. Like yeah. he does not go down when tack, and that's why he's fumbled a little bit more than he probably should. Um, maybe he'll learn to be better at that. But um, yeah, sure. I mean, Stevenson is what is he two fifty and six six one two fifty. He's a fucking. I think they said two sixty. He's I think he, he looks he's smaller though. Like he's giant. You, I think just uh, I think um Stevenson, you know, is more elusive. He's just got better moves with the ball. But he's a force. Like let's not sell him short. He's he's that a Garrett Blunt compa- the Garrett Blunt comparison's pretty real with him. Again, they both catch out of the backfield. Blunt looked a lot fatter than Stevenson did. Stevenson just looks jacked. Yeah, and yeah, he, he runs like a he, fucking machine. I like the way he runs. Like, you like know, we said it we said it last year with Damian Harris. He runs too upright. Stevenson runs with his head down and he's just looking for contact. Where Damian Harris only looks for contact kind of at the line. Yeah. Maybe, but Ray, when you said uh, on the last show that you were down um I think you said five pound ten pounds. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Uh was that COVID related? Can you blame it on can you give the vid a little oh, bit that was of before. A, assist that was for that? Before. That was beforehand. I think like a good tapeworm. I said this in the text. Like a good tapeworm, hmm. you know, knock down 20, 25 pounds and just that'd be awesome. That'd be good for that'd be good for a lot just of keep us. Keep feeding it. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> uh, what didn't I like? Um, oh yeah, this goes back to what we were talking about before. Fifty points scored. Hunter Henry had what three catches? Still mostly godly. How is does the leading, the leader in in pass catches touchdowns caught as a tight end? not get a touchdown in a game where you scored 50 fucking points and you were in the red zone basically all day. Does no he look clue. does he look not interested at all anymore? Yeah. No, I thought he looked I thought he looked jacked up. Like even oh, on the catches that he made, I just think he goes out a lot. Like I watched him uh this is this is because of my fantasy team, but I watched him pretty no heavily on this fucking game and every time he caught the ball which was three times I think, but they were for longish yards, he went out. Every time he made a block or a big block, he went out and took his helmet off, and it seemed like he was like fucking dazed. I just think he's, I think he's San Diego, LA soft, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, there's something wrong with him, but I don't think he's disengaged. I, I think it was since the Buffalo game, he just doesn't look interested. He doesn't want to be there. Just like, had a Matt, new baby. He's not sleeping at night, you know. Well, go out for milk and cigarettes. It works for everyone else. Just Except for you. Money. Hire somebody. Oh yeah, right. get a nanny. But no, he just doesn't look interested. Every time like Mac makes an overthrow, he just shakes his head and doesn't look like you know. Most people just run back to the huddle. My bad, you know. Doesn't blame it on him. The quarterback blames it on himself. He just doesn't look like he's, you know, he doesn't fit the model of the Foxborough way, kind of you know. Okay, fine. Uh, I'll look a little bit closer for that, and uh, we can start hating on him a little bit more if, if need be. Uh, you have anything else that you didn't like out of this game specifically before we look ahead? Matthew Judon not playing. He didn't practice all week. But still, you, you had the second rep guys in there, the second string guys in there. Just let, show them love. He Get them out there. just came off the COVID You're up 28 to 3 at half. To, like, he didn't know. You scored your first five drives were touchdowns. <laughs> Kendrick Bourne didn't play the week before because he didn't practice. And they had COVID. Like, <laughs> I was drinking Christmas ales. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, the you're difference. the you're the pinnacle of uh, athleticism that we should be uh, judging these guys. I already on. told you, I look jacked. It might look fat, but I'm actually jacked. Yeah, I hear, I hear you. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right, looking ahead here. Here's a true or false for you. These are the type of questions that we like on this show. I mentioned it earlier, maybe in the uh, opening. I forget. Uh, true or false? Without a blocked punt against the Colts, 
And with a J.C. Jackson pick six interception against Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, the Patriots would still be the number one team in the AFC. Just give me a, a true or false. True. False. Of course you okay. said false, you fucking cunt. I still think you lose the Bills game. Even with J.C. Jackson's interception, I still think you're losing that Bills game and you're still going in a wild card. Hold you on, lose no. if you, but Okay, well, the specifics well, of it are less important than the general idea, but Let's argue the specifics for or discuss the specifics for a second. That J.C. Jackson interception was a pick six. They would have went up by four with, I forget how much time was left, four minutes left in the game, something like that? Less than that, yeah. You, you, you believe Josh Allen drives down the field in Foxborough and gets a touchdown to win that game? <laughs> I do, yeah. He was carving up that defense all day. Hold on, hold on. Ask this I don't know. Again. A field goal false. is one thing. I say false, Bill. Change your, change your mind now? No, I just I still think you were like you get you're still getting a lot of time and you couldn't really yeah you know, just the way Allen I thought Allen had a great game and that, yeah that should have been intercepted but I mean if he picks it up runs it back for a touchdown you're still leaving three and a half four minutes left couple timeouts I just many think- are many are sorry to interrupt you many are calling that one of Josh Allen's best games of his career and he still should have lost them the game on that one throw which is still my point about Josh Allen because the next week. This week against Atlanta, he went out and had one of the worst games of his career. So I don't know snow. if you can trust him. I don't know if I trust him in a four-minute drill to go down there and get a touchdown. The greater point here is, do we know what this Patriots team is? You have 50 <laughs> points against the Jags. You crushed them. You're coming off two disappointing losses to the Colts and the Bills that lost you the division and the conference. However, those two losses to good teams are similar to the two losses against good teams earlier in the season against the Bucks and the Cowboys, where you were just, just this close kind of undisciplined penalties, um, you know, misplays, missed opportunities. Is that what this team is? You're just this far off at this. And for the people listening on, I'm making a size like the size of Ray's penis. Um, French foot. My fingers. Um, is that what this is? They're just not quite there. Yeah. They have to be perfect to win. You know I mean? Like we've referenced the Red Sox this year, right? I mean, to get into the playoffs, they had to basically be perfect. They couldn't have, they had to have everything go their way. And I just think the way you started against Colts, block punt, you started against Miami early in the year, fumble. You couldn't make stops. I just think everything has to go your way to win these games. Raymond, yeah, is that what this great. is? Or, or, or do you have a homeristic opportunistic faith inside of you that uh, they'll um, learn from those two losses against the Colts and the Bills and in a rematch or even against any decent team here in the playoffs, um, they'll be able to overcome those obstacles of shitty play and shitty mistakes against the better teams in the league they face this year. Depends on where they go. I mean, if it's a warm weather place, I kind of have a little bit more faith. But if you're going to, you know, Kansas City, where it's notoriously cold in January, uh, Buffalo, uh, where's the other place? Cincinnati. Yeah, there's no chance. You're fucked. I like them in cold weather. I like them in a shitty game. Matt like Jones hasn't looked good in cold weather games. Yeah, but the rest of the team has, and the, you win games with the rest of your team. You don't win games with Mac Jones. They won a game with him throwing three fucking times. If you go to Buffalo, well, there's a tornado right there's now. Tornado. Right now, um, I think this was PF Pro Football Talk that said this Football right focus. now. Anyway, I don't, I don't know if you get who it was, but right now you're scheduled to play the Bills in the first round of the playoffs, which would be a Monday night game is what they said. So which stupid. Means, which means you're going to Buffalo at night. It's cold. It's either going to be shitty weather or just really fucking cold. You already won that game up there. I like the Patriots in a mucky, 
bad weather, shitty game where the other team's offense can't go off. Because I think that's your fatal flaw is you can't go put up 30 if the other team puts up 30. Yeah, Mac Jones isn't winning the shootout. In a shitty game. No, it's not winning the shootout. He's, yeah. I don't think he's coming from behind either, truthfully. They need to get up front. They need to get on top early and play front in, as a front runner. I've been saying it for weeks now. That's the biggest thing that scared me was the Patriots are front runners. And you saw it with trying to come back against um, the ball, not Baltimore, but Indy and, and then Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, just at this point in his career, for sure. Um, how about the division? Let's just touch on this a little bit as far-fetched as it is. It's still available. So obviously the Patriots have to go down and take care of business against Miami, a trap game. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> I don't think it's a trap game, but it's certainly not guaranteed. I've been saying it for a fucking months that, you know, that's going to be a hard game, but toot toot. What did I tell you, Raymond on, on a Friday show, Miami with the chance to make the playoffs and push for the division will shit their pants in Tennessee and they just kick themselves out of the playoffs, which they did, which they, they did. did. So they'll uh, they'll need help to get in, even if they win. No, they're eliminated. The they're out. They're already out. Mathematically, they're, they're out. They're mathematically eliminated. Oh, are they? Yeah, mm-hmm. the Chargers and, and Raiders, Raiders. Are, the la- are the last seed to get in. Oh, I thought they still had a chance. Against Pittsburgh okay. is like a miracle. Like, they, like so many things have to happen, and Pittsburgh could make the seventh seed. Okay, yeah, well, Miami, Miami and Cleveland. Dead. Yeah, they, yeah they're Miami dead. and Cleveland got eliminated with, I believe, with the Raiders and the Patriots winning yesterday. But Miami's been dead before, um, and they've um, played spoiler against you, Ryan Fitzpatrick, 2019. So it's not a sure thing. And, uh, you know, we're talking about the division. If the Patriots can can get it back, the Bills would have to lose to the Jets, which is you know, clearly the Bills are going to be heavy favorites. Jets have been better. They pushed Brady and the Antonio Brownless Bucks to uh, to the brink, took a, a classic Brady comeback, a minute 20 left, no timeouts to, uh, to go down there and own the Jets again. And for their first give it any shot. Do you give any shot, Raymond? No, fuck no. Okay. What were we gonna say? That's the first time Tampa Bay's ever won in New York. Yeah, we well, we he said that on early lines. Yeah. If it's gonna be anybody, it's gonna be Brady because he owns them. And of course he did it with no timeouts in a minute 20. Um, all right. Well, let's look a little yards. bit further past Miami. Uh Bills, Chiefs, Titans, Bengals are your division leaders right now. Does anyone have a chance to take that over besides the Patriots? Mm-mm. No, right? Cincinnati clinched, uh, Tennessee clinched, and KC clinched. Yeah, KC clinched. clinched. Yeah. So who's who's your uh, best matchup right now? Rank them one, one to four. Who, one who being you, the easiest? One being the easiest, four being the <clears> least you want to see. Tennessee, one, Buffalo, two, uh, Kansas City, three, and you don't want to see Cincinnati. I want. I think Cincinnati number one. You um, fucking idiot! Did you not see what Jamar Chase did? He would own. He would put j- fucking JC Jackson's jockstrap on his head while he's running a route. That guy is fucking amazing. He's going to be the best. He's going to be Jerry Rice esque when his career is over. Hmm. Cool. Give me the Patriots by a touchdown. Yeah. Okay. Why? Why? I just don't. I, Prove it to me. I just I, a loser organization. Ray tried to tell us the Tennessee Titans yesterday were a loser organization. Cincinnati Bengals. Until you win a game in the playoffs, you're still a fucking loser. And I just think the mental makeup of Joe Burrow. I, I, yeah, cool. He had a good, couple good weeks, but no. Give give me Bill against Burrows, and let, let's see what's going to happen. I just think Jamar Chase. Patriots have taken out superstar wide receivers in the past. They'll shut him down. You've seen it in the past with Devontae Adams. Even Tyree Kill the last couple times hasn't really 
burn you bad. I just say, I don't know. I just, I don't think. So rank up past that, Bill. Uh, so you got Bengals as one. Who's two? Who I'd do you want to do most? I'd Second probably most. do Bills, two, Tennessee, and then the Chiefs. Weird. My list, except you took my team, the Bengals, and made them the easiest. I'm going, I'm going Bills, Titans, Bengals, Chiefs. Thank you, Richard. You already beat the Titans. Derrick Henry, they, they ran for 270 yards against them with their backups. What's Derrick Henry going to do more than that? What, what, how much better is he going to be? Give me the Bengals. <laughs> Spiteful well, little guy. Spiteful we'll little man. We'll see. We shall, we shall see. Um, all right, just, just to finish up. So right now they are scheduled to play the Bills. That probably won't change. So do you like them in a matchup, a, a rematch against the Bills right now scheduled for Monday Night Football, round one of the playoffs, the third matchup uh, against the Bills this, this year? You like them? But you like the Patriots, I mean? Ahead, I do. Ray. I do. I think it's going to be a, either way, whatever it is, is going to be like a three, four-point uh, margin of victory for either team. So, yeah, I think it's a better matchup that you have on the docket than any other team that you could go play. Give me the Bengals. I think you're losing to the Bills at home. I don't – I just – I like the Bills better than the Bengals. I think – give me the Bengals. Give me the Bengals in Cincinnati. I think Max is going to go up there and destroy Cincinnati Bengals. Want to make a bet? You want to, hit, want to make a bet, Bill? Ooh, they're not even playing, so maybe when they're playing, we can talk. No, I'll take the Bengals. You take another team, and we'll see who goes further. No, the the, I'm talking Bengals, Patriots. I'll take that bet, right, I'll take the field. I'll take the field. You think the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl? Uh, no. You take a team, I'll take the Bengals, and we'll see who goes further. Uh, you just said the field. No, Rich said the field. I said take a, take another team. All right, uh, you guys can figure it out on your own time. Uh, that was Patriots talk. We're in a little late, so uh, we'll. Yeah, we, we, it, nice win, fifty points. Nice win. Go do it against Miami, and uh, you know we get some play of football again this year. It's nice to be back. That was a that was a long season off. Long one season off as Bill mm. flipped the roster. Uh, before we get into our Celtics and Bruins talk, let's go over to headlines with the obvious one. Thank you, Richard. The Patriots dropped 50 on the poverty franchise, the Jacksonville Jaguars, winning 50 to 10 and clinching a playoff berth just a year after Judas left for Tampa Bay. Mac Jones went 22 for 30 with 227 yards and three TDs. Both Damian Harris and Ramadama Dingong Stevenson pitched in two TDs. Stevenson also cracked 100 yards rushing and made my PP move for the first time in 20 years. In other news, the AFC standings got shuffled with the Chiefs losing to the greatest team and greatest quarterback in the NFL in 100 years. That would be the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the Tennessee Titans are now the one seed and in position for a first round bye. Also, Antonio Brown lost his mind, stripping down to his jersey and leaving the field. Uh, Bid game, flip, uh, flipping the deuce signs up and to the Jets fans. Reportedly, Tom Brady is not mad, just very disappointed. Speaking of 50 burgers, I'm hungry, and Jalen Brown dropped 50 points and had 11 rebounds in a 116-111 win over the Orlando Magic. Dennis Schroeder scored 21 with seven rebounds in his first game back off the COVID list. Another NBA news, Kyrie is back, and the dumpster fire is starting to smoke again in Brooklyn. The Bruins got their second win in a row, coming off the COVID break with a 5-1 win over the Red Wings with uh, old friend Tori Krug. Uh, no. I'm just reading the email. Great place for St. Louis Blues. I knew that. Contribute. Did you do that on purpose? You son of a bitch. Uh, goals came from McAvoy, Bergeron, Hula, Nozick, and Trent Frederick. The Bruins next take on the Devils tonight. This has been headlines that Rich made me read. 
and he's a cunt for fucking it all up with the obvious one. Back to you, Rich. Way to go, Ron Burgundy. Thank you. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. You just raised the copy. Mm-hmm. It's what he should do. It's what everyone should do. Uh, Bruins are back in action. We haven't talked about them in a little bit. Uh, I mentioned them on the top of the show. Uh, 5-1 over the Red Wings. Um, I don't know. You know g- Give us a little talk. So they broke up the erection line. Uh, they dropped Pasternak down to the second line to get try and get Hall going. He looked better. He had a nice assist. Uh, they brought Hala. Hala up to center of that line, which that won't last. That guy's not a second line player, but he is fast and he does have, he had a hell of a shot. He had a hell of a goal, uh, top right corner in in the, uh, over the uh, glove side. I don't know. Uh, You drop Coyle down to the third line, looks better. Charlie Coyle is a third line center in the, in the NHL. That all works. Like, sorry to fucking toot toot again, but like I've been saying since the got for over two years, this team doesn't have a second line center. They don't have they have a center problem at the top of their roster, especially with Bergeron on the brink of retirement. That's what you're missing. That's what you're missing in your five and five. But it was like nice to see finally Cassidy shake up that first line and um, start getting production up and down the lineup, including from, you know, um, your decor McAvoy with the goal. But the rest of the decor looked more fluid, too. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, I mean, I think Hall Pasenak on that second line. I, I, I like it. It's a lot of talent there. And you mean Hala, 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 Hala. He's not, I mean, they need to address that position badly. This is why the talk of Tuka Rask coming back is stupid. You need, you have bigger holes on this team. And the second line center is a glaring hole, glaring weakness on this team. The, the fact that you're entertaining a, a third goalie, which you don't need, you need defense, you need offense. And a second line center should be at the top of your list. And it's just, this is what you're seeing. You can, you're only going to go far as this, the scoring goes. And it's finally after years, he's, hopefully this sticks and balance the scoring, at least with the one and two lines. But I mean, Smith, I thought last year looked the best on playing on that first line with uh, Bergeron and Marshawn. So hopefully that, you know, they'll carry over to this year. But it's about time they start making moves because, you know, they've been dead in the water. I know you've played the least amount of games. And then the COVID outbreak that you lost, I think, what, five games, maybe somewhere around there. So you're in for a crunch come this back half of the season. You're going to start making up. You're, you're not going to the Olympics now. You're going to make up a lot of games during the, that two-week break now. So, I mean, you're still in for a crunch towards the end of the season. Those you got to add at this deadline. Again, it goes back to the plan. Fire Don Sweeney. They are they are scheduling for that um, Olympic break, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, Raymond, uh, Bill said that Tugarask is not important right now. I assume you disagree with that. Oh, wholeheartedly. That, uh, wait, what do you need? What is What makes a great run in the NHL? A hot goalie. You put Tugarask back there and sky's the limit. Yeah, the quest is back on. Uh, although, in all seriousness, though, what was the cap room that we had before signing? Like was it 800,000? You haven't even signed him yet. No, they signed him, I thought. No. no. Oh, that's, it's not they, don't have they don't have room. I don't think that – I actually don't think they have room. What's the so what's veteran it gonna be? minimum? 750, maybe? 950, I think. 950, yeah. It's right I don't think here. they have room to sign him. They'd have to shuffle so you don't, room. You have to shit. Yeah, have to shit. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he has clear waivers before he can join the roster as a midseason acquisition. I don't know if that's – I think before that's a after also break. Thing, I'm, not, like, I'm not sure. No, it's happened before. Yeah, but you just won't play. Yeah. Yeah, that's I think the guy ended up was it Bombrowski, I think, with the Islanders or something. He got he came out and got signed and then someone claimed him. <laughs> yeah, but if you yeah, right. But if you're like the Maple Leafs or somebody and Tuga's on, you know, just to fuck with the Bruins, 
you might put a claim in, but um, uh, yeah, well, either way, you know, the Sabres and the, and the Devils are not you know, the cat's meow of the NHL, certainly, but nice to see him come out of the break and uh, get some wins and shake th- some things up. Um, real quick break, and we'll be back to the Celtics. Skyrockets in flight. Afternoon delight. You guys have it, I think. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. Sorry, I'm going to do that. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Afternoon delight. Well done. Uh, Celtics continue to string us along. Jalen Brown. 50 points, 11 rebounds, took over the game against the Magic. They beat the Suns without uh, Tatum, by the way, as well, because I know Ray's point is you only beat the Magic in overtime. Are the Suns good, Ray? That was probably the best basketball I've seen the Celtics play all year. Yeah, that comes in spurts for sure, but uh, Jalen Brown's a big part of that. You you know, say what you want about Jalen Brown and, you know, good players on bad teams and the Celtics being a bad team, but not everyone can go score 50 points in the NBA. There's not a lot of guys that can do that. He's one of them. He's certainly one of them. Legit top 15 player in the NBA. He needs to get off everybody's lips in trade talks, unless you're talking about the likes of Dame Lillard and, a, and someone of that ilk Bradley coming Beal. back. That might be where my list stops. I don't even know if I take... Um, um, Beal. Beal. I don't even know if I take him for injury. He's I think Damian, problems. Damian Lillard is the only one I would take for Jalen Brown right now. Yeah, that might be where the list stops. There's been some weird... Beal would make Tatum happy, so that's the biggest thing to watch if you're entertaining the idea of trading Jalen Brown. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. There's been some weird um, weird rumors about Anthony Davis being on the block. That, There's uh, rumors that LeBron was on the block. Cleveland, yeah, going back to Cleveland, they to just traded. Cleveland, yeah. They just traded Rondo. They're in for a world of Eric Westbrook. Looks like he's on his way out of there too. Forty-seven well, million 30, dollars. LeBron's thirty-seven years old. I mean, Father Time. You know, once we've seen it with Peyton Manning, it's going to end up what happened with Brady. But Father Time always wins, and LeBron's on the downward slope of that uh, NBA career. I don't know. He just Tom Brady's about eight and seventeen or something. Yeah, but Tom still, Brady's I'm just saying, you can't do it every game. Could win another MVP this year and lead the league in touchdowns and yards. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt LeBron, and I wouldn't doubt LeBron's uh, ambition to continue his fucking legacy and ship out of LA like he shipped out everywhere else and go find a perfect landing spot to get a last championship um, coming. And maybe that's Cleveland. Cleveland's been playing real well this year. Uh, they had to blow it up to get him though. Maybe, maybe not. It's LeBron. He could just fucking leave. Is doesn't he? Is he? On, he's on a one-on-one contract every year. Oh, he is. Yeah, you're right. So, um, yeah, I don't mean you can say either way. Uh, you know, when you're talking about Celtics and shaking it up in trades, you know, there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of movement this year. I think uh, those are the rumors with uh, contracts and CBAs and everything else. So, um, you know, the Pacers are a team that are looking to move things. I think that you know you could do some stuff if you're the Celtics. You got the salaries to do it. You got some talent to do it. Rob Williams is probably at the peak of his trade value. Marcus Smart's been playing well-ish in his role. Um, you could you could go do something. So do it. Go get some fucking shooters. <laughs> you want to jack 40, go 44 for 42 for three? Four for 40, oh. <sighs> go get some bad. guys who can shoot. How about yeah. that? Well, boys, this has been the Simmons Sports Show. First of 2022. Good to have you back, Bill. This is Fat Tuesday, January 4th. This is uh, the first of 2022. 
on Wednesday. Goodbye. Early lines on Sunday. Goodbye. Thursday, 2022. Goodbye. Hey, just shut the fuck up. I got something. Get your finger off the damn fucking mute button. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks, Irene. Thank you, Irene. Gentlemen. Queen, welcome back. Thanks. Hey, is this, now on a serious note, is this the first Gately to ever come back from a vacation before? Come back from vacations all the time. Oh, no, like your father, when he went on vacation and never came back, I just didn't know if this was like the first time a Gately's actually came back from a vacation. You'd be more happier in life if you followed that motto. Motto Gately. How long did you have that joke lined up? Uh, When I was having diarrhea upstairs. It just came to me. It was like epiphany. Good one. It was good. That was good. Good joke. Solid setup. Nailed the punchline. Yep. Thank you. Except Bill's taking like 40 vacations on this show alone and come back every time. So holidays, baby. Yeah, we know Bill. Are you taking uh January 17th off for Martin Luther King Jr. Day? Always. <laughs> Thank you. Doesn't doesn't discriminate. Nope. If it's on if it's on the calendar as a day, I'm not gonna be here. <laughs> it's National Tree Day, vacation day. That's called uh Ar- Arbor Day. Am I right? Arbor Day, yeah. Yeah. I might be the dumb one of the show, but I do know some holidays. I just got January is uh, pretty empty for for holidays. What? Is it really? Yeah. It's just uh, MO. It's you got New Year's and then you got MOK. So you're going to see a lot of Bill this month. (laughs) Yeah. Damn it. (laughs) Uh, What do you got that one up, Bill? Are you you full detox mode, Bill? Detox mode? Yeah. Yeah, it's another uh, no. daily tradition. Yeah, dry January. <laughs> yeah. Last year I made it uh two hours. And you were a, no, you went was that when was that when you went two? That was a di- that was a different time. I was trying to get a job. Oh yeah, you were a fucking cunt. Yeah. Mm. It was, was just ready. everything. I was just stressed. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. You can't uh, quit all your vices at the same time. You uh didn't quit being an asshole, so I'll never quit being an asshole. <laughs> Good. Me either. Uh, all right, boys, what do you say we start the show?